Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. The opening prayer at Mass is called the Collect, which is to say to collect all of our prayers into one that the priest says before God. And in the Collect today, we have a, um, the notion of when your son comes, may you grant us healing in this present life and then eternal life to come. And what's interesting is I don't know how much in touch we all are on a daily basis with what we need healed from. And so if we don't know what we need healed from, asking that the coming feast days of Christmas would bring healing into our lives and into the world is a rather futile prayer. Because we're like, well, I guess someone needs healing, so we should pray for that for someone out there. And if we have a vague notion Well, of course, I need healed. I'm not whole. That's not helpful either. Have you ever gone to a doctor and they say, how are you? And you say, it hurts. And they said, where? And you just said, well, just somewhere. He won't be able to heal you because he has to find out where you are in need of being made whole. And so what we need to be doing in these final remaining weeks of Advent, getting close to Christmas, if Christmas is going to have any effect besides us pretending our families are really great because we all got dressed up and pretending not to talk about those certain topics so no one at the dinner table gets upset and we just all smile and go on our way and maybe give or get a few nice gifts. It's going to be a little deeper and meaningful and transformative and a joyfulness that it doesn't matter how anyone else responds. We need to get going to have to prepare for what is it that we need healing from? What needs to be transformed in our own hearts, our own lives, so that we better resemble God's plan for us and the way we're created? So the way this works is we need to sit with Jesus because he's the healthy one. And then in light of him, we discover what needs healing, right? So if you don't know how a finger is supposed to work, seeing a broken finger, you're like, well, I guess that's just the way it's supposed to work. I don't know. It's seeing how a finger actually works that helps you realize, oh, wow, mine doesn't bend. I should probably get that checked out. And so once again, it's being healed, seeing a whole person, Jesus and Mary, seeing what it looks like to be intact living out God's plan for us, in light of them, we begin to see what we need healed from. And of course, in a simple way, it's sin, of course. It's very simplistic understanding. But what leads to our sins? Oh, I need healed from my obsession with how people think about me. Oh, I need healed from how many ways I judge people and label them and reduce them to mistakes. Oh, I need healed from all the ways I hide my needs for love and affection behind telling everyone I'm fine and I don't need help and everything's going just fine. I need healed from all the ways I actually don't spend time with God outside of a mass because I don't like the silence and I feel like I'm five years old and I don't know what I'm doing. And so I avoid the silence. 
I need healed from all the ways I avoid people who have situations I can't fix because I don't like the way it makes me feel that I can't do anything for them, but just look at them with love and give them some time. And so I don't serve the poor. I don't visit the elderly who are dying. I don't talk to people who have addictions or cancer because I can't do anything for them and it makes me feel powerless and so I avoid it. Where are the ways we need healed? Jesus, show us. You heal the blind. Remove our blindness because these aren't places where we're bad. These are places that are sick or broken and they need healing. If you see someone with a broken finger, you don't say, that's a bad finger. You say, let's take you to the doctor so that it can be made whole. So we have some work to do still for Christmas. And the good news is there's still some time before Christmas. And so your shopping list and getting all those cookies and recipes and everything in order is a distant second to this. I promise one day when we all die and see God face to face, we're not going to say, if you gave me another hour to make those Christmas cookies, everyone would have loved me. We'll say, can I have five more minutes to repent? Can I have five more minutes to thank you? Can I have five more minutes to be a gift to people in need? And so everything in our culture tries to tell us things are more important than God. They're okay with you having God in your life, but be very moderate. Don't be too crazy about Jesus. You'll be a weirdo. So everything wants to tell us, have a little Jesus, but make sure everything else is just the way they want it. I'm here to tell you that the Bible and the tradition of the church is very clear. God first, everything else will have a peacefulness and fall into place. Amen.